Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the show, Julian DeStoop and Bryce McGain with you. Our next guest, he is one of the most versatile sports broadcasters slash journalists in the country. We've seen him last year on the Channel 7 uh, World Cup commentary team for the Women's World Cup. He does cricket podcasts and now he's got his head right in the summer of tennis. His name is Adam Peacock. He's in Brisbane covering the Brisbane International. He joins us this morning. Hello, Adam. Morning, Gents. How are we? Good. Happy New Year to you. Uh, I know you've seen some great tennis in Sydney, with the, uh, so in Brisbane with Osaka back and Nadal back in action today. But what did you make of Alex Dimonor's win last night? What does it all mean heading into the Open? And is there any concerns at all around Novak's wrist injury? Or as some say, is this, you know, Novak just talking up an injury again? No, I reckon, I reckon he's got a little aggravation in a, I don't know, a, a lower tendon or, or something. Maybe it's the load going back, getting the racket back in his hand. He's maybe done too much too soon or, in fact, it's just old age. And, you know, if, if things happen like that um, out of nowhere, I, I think he'll be fine. He'll, he'll rest it accordingly and um, get himself right and it, he'll be okay. I mean, the guy won it, we're told, with, uh, yes. with a torn hamstring last year. So I think a, a little... A little dodgy tendon would have flared up, but um, yeah, that he can he can treat and, and manage, he, he'll be fine. Um, what does it all mean? I, mean? I think it's let's not get carried away. There is little ground here. It doesn't mean that Demonor is going to make the semi-finals. It doesn't mean that um, also if he lost that match, that Demonor is in all sorts of trouble. It, I, I think what it does is just confirm that this guy is at the top of his game and he's on the verge of his career high ranking and, and bursting into that top ten, and, and hopefully he can do it soon because the type of tennis that he played last night is is of the quality of a player who is in the top 10. So it's um it's great news, and he, he's got to get a good draw. And when I say a good draw, when he gets a, a round of 16, then he's not bumping into one of the, the big dogs, and he can um he can go on with it. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, Australia And the Australian Open so much better for it, Adam, when uh, an Aussie's going into that second week. Um, the cool thing about talking to you is that we, we can go wherever we want and go to whatever sport we want to, um, Adam. So the A-League, it, it was a curiosity for us uh, earlier in the week, um, the shake-up to the standings. Um, where did it come from? Because the, the resulting uh, decision at the beginning of the season was that the wins had put a team on the higher T- higher up the table rather than goal difference if the points were the same. Um, it seems odd. Uh, very odd. <laughs> very odd, Bryce. I, yeah, no one's quite sure where it came from, who who came up with the idea and who didn't, most importantly, who didn't communicate the idea. Um, yeah. It might have gone through the clubs, um, but not. I, I, I'm not sure of any coaches that have put their hand up so far and correct me if I'm wrong to say, yeah, we knew about mm. this, we're all good not with it. Yet. Look, no. it it's not the end of the world. It's, it's you know, 
it could end up just semantics because the points will be the, the main differential. But now um, they've come up with this one. It's unique and like you just look at it and you go, you've it's a long, it's a similar vein to the grand final one, but the grand final one was more serious, much more serious. This is nowhere in, not even in the same division as the grand final decision. Just comes up with a decision that it's, it's fixing a problem that we as people who want to invest our emotions into the game and, and watch it and love it, like a lot of people do, um, you're fixing a problem that doesn't exist. Yes. Mm. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real head scratcher. And then to not communicate it, and then to have a team on top of the ladder and then not have the team on top of the ladder on the basis of this rule change at what is a definitive point of the season that a lot of people reference is, oh, who was first going into 2024? It's a big thing in the Premier League. Um, if we want to make it a big thing here, we should because, you know, you've, you've got to have various things to hang your hat on and, and get people talking about the game. But, yeah, real weird one. It's folly, though, isn't it, to suggest in the statement, Adam, that it's, part of it is designed to promote more attacking football. Yeah, I, I don't get that one. It doesn't make any sense. Look, look, well, again, going back to you're fixing a problem that doesn't exist. Um, the last couple of seasons, I've got to say, mm. teams that have been successful have been really attacking football teams. Um, Central Coast Mariners are the perfect case in point last season. So, And Melbourne City have been that way for a very long time now. So, no, head scratcher. And, and, and victory are great to watch this season. Wellington are great to watch this season, but you've got to do it with a with a feeling of fairness. And I, I don't know why they changed this. Well, the only team that really um, spruced up about it are the Wellington Phoenix, who ended up on top. They were the ones who might have made the phone call in and said, hey, remember you sent this out earlier because <laughs> uh, we'd like to be on top. And they, they flipped it around because everywhere else in the world is on goal difference, which to us makes sense because that creates positive play regardless. Even if you're down, you want to score and affect your goal difference, even if you can't win the game if you're a few goals down. But who's been, who has been the surprise? Is it Wellington Phoenix been the surprise this year for you? Uh, yeah, in a way. I've got to say victory, though. I, I didn't know they'd bounce back this, this hard um, after, let's face it, what was a pretty challenging second half of the season last year and in many ways. But I've got to congratulate everyone at Victory to, to, for what they've been able to do and, and watching on TV. Um, I've been down there for one game as well. It feels like the, the, the vibrancy is back about the place, and um, which which the league, <laughs> damn it, the league needs at the moment. It needs those atmospheres. So yeah, the um, Victory going well, and, and Wellington as well. You're right. Uh, they, um, I had a change of coach, and they had the assistant take over, which can be sometimes disastrous. But um, big chiefy over there, um, uh, Italiano. The, the, the boss, he's um, he's taken over. He's done such a fantastic job. And, um, yeah, they, they deserve to be where they are. Uh, the victory undefeated going into uh, the new year, 2024, but uh, which is a good sign for them. What, what's been the difference? What, what has it actually been that's uh, turned them around, their fortunes? Zinedine Machash, the, the, uh, mm. the number eight. Um, yeah. he's, he's a sensational player. He's, he's, he's got the attributes of your, your prototypical number 10. Like you Previously, number ten footballers, um, attacking midfielders, they've been these these uh, little players, really nimble, quick, don't offer much defensively, and you know they're they're real creators. Now this guy's a creator. He's he's the modern day creator in that he's just so powerful. He can just bounce off players, and yeah, he's a fantastic acquisition. So it's a wonderful piece of recruitment. It's brought everyone else around him into play. Like Daniel Arzani's playing a role. He's he's not the superstar that many thought he could be. He could end up that way again, but he, he needed a, a season to rebuild and he's done really well. Been impressed by him and, of course, Bruno Gold. 
So, and the two at the back, um, you go to the other, end, and they've got two centre backs who just time and time again this season have nullified opposition strikers. Just it like limited them to like ten touches a game. Sometimes it's it's ridiculous. So, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good blueprint that Tony Popovich has got at the moment, and they'll be looking to continue it as the season goes on. Yeah, and here in Melbourne, we still consider them top of the table. Adam, we haven't seen that new table. Hasn't oh. reached Melbourne yet, but uh, no. we've still got victory on top. Uh, heading into 2024, which won't surprise you. What about the Premier League? Uh, Adam was speaking to Adam Peacock. He's up there, Brisbane International. Well, well, I was just going to say in a month's time, it could look a bit different. We've got African Cup. We've got the Asian Cup. So some big name players away. You've got a transfer window where some important players could come in. Right now, if you had to pick a title winner, who have you got? Oh, what a question. Um, it, it's fantastic because I, I think we've got a, scenario where we've got going into the start of April, we've potentially got three or four still in contention, which by the time that rolls around, usually you've got your title winner or you've only got a top two. Everyone's saying City, I'm not convinced, because if they lose their player who is their glue in the centre of the park, Rodri, again, they become a different football team. So you're basing their success on the fact that one guy's going to stay fit or out of trouble, which is dangerous. So I'm You'd say Liverpool, but Mo Salah's going away, as you said there, with the Africa Cup of Nations. Arsenal have dropped off, but they're going to come good again. I've got no doubt that they've got too much quality that they'll they'll turn things around. And you've got the surprise um, of Aston Villa. I don't think Aston Villa have enough. And then, of course, your mob Spurs, um, which I think are titles beyond them. But you never know. It's it's a strange season. It, it has a little spring, like a little scent of the, the Leicester City season that something weird's going to happen. So, yeah, it's, it's it's fantastic to watch. All I do know is that Newcastle are no hope given the last month they've had. Yeah, just on this, surely there's no pressure on Eddie Howe yet, is there? No, no, no. no. They've, they've got a stack of injuries. What there is pressure on Eddie Howe is to just change his ways a bit because these players can't continue to play the style of football that Eddie wants. Mm. So he's, he's got the runs. Um, he's, he's got bank. He, he, he's in no trouble whatsoever, but he's got to figure out a way not to train his players of all the energy that they've got and they've got the longest injury list in the Premier League which is which is not a good equation to have so um, they only play three more games in January so they've got a bit of time to recuperate they they play this is this is the volume of these guys over there they played 10 games in 30 days um, yeah crazy the with the Champions League as well yeah, yeah. Yep. November, December so that's going to catch up with you if you've got a small squad and it has Adam I don't know how you keep up with all this stuff but uh, you're up there for the tennis uh, what are you expecting to see today? And looking I'm, forward to. I'm, really, I'm, I'm pumped about seeing Rafa Nadal later on. Um, he's playing Jason Kubler, the, the Australian who's had knee injuries for fun, unfortunately, but he's, mm. he's come good in the last couple of years. And um, yeah, he's he's playing. A couple of other Aussie boys are playing in, um, in Jakarta, and also Jordy Thompson and and Gregor Dimitrov is on centre court too. So um, yeah, I'll be interested to see what he throws up because uh, he, he looks to have kind of come good again in his early 30s which is, you know, this is one of these guys that was in the generation where he was just unlucky. He was in the uh, the big three generation but you never know. Hopefully he gets to Melbourne and, and makes a run in it because he's a fantastic player to watch when he's um, in full flight. Exciting times. I'm sure we'll see you down here in Melbourne for the Open. Adam, as always, thanks for your time. Cheers, guys. Have a good morning. Adam Peacock up there in Brisbane covering the Brisbane International but uh, right across the world of football as well. Uh, a little bit late. Uh, let's get to the newsroom with Nathan Gardner.